Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew of Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Last time, our investigators found themselves in a strange new world. Things were similar, but not quite the same. Now in the hamlet of Stoneton, what will they discover about this new mysterious world? And will they be able to find their way back home? Let's rejoin our story as Marcus, Wilfred and Craster are approached by a familiar voice. Let's just do a quick recap of what happened last week. The five of you uh, woke up in this strange new place that kind of looked familiar, but at the same time was completely alien and different. You made a new friend, Henri, who has now joined the party in your in your crazy escapades and uh after wandering around for a bit you came across you came across an old fella who uh who led you to the local settlement in the area which is known as stoneton um the group at that point then decided to split up and uh Henri and doc odd wandered off into the middle of town to go look at this totem that seemed to be like the center point of this of this sort of like settlement hamlet town whatever you want to call it while uh, Marcus, Craster, and Wilfred uh, stopped to speak to one of the locals, and as you did, a uh, a mysterious, familiar voice uh, came from behind you, uh, basically saying, I-, "I was wondering when you were going to get here," and uh, that, that's that's where we'll we'll pick it up. I think that that point. Marcus, you were spinning around, possibly with your fest, fist already clenched, ready to just punch whoever it is. And- yeah, I was. I wasn't. Well, only if it was a uh, uh, Monroe. Um, <laughs> it, all you was it was a familiar voice. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what are you three going to do? Are you going to spin around? Are you just going to be all like, like sort of sheepish and just not face, face behind you? What would you like to do? Yeah, spin around, see what it is. Now, can can if if you're all doing it, can you can you all describe your spinning around? Is it all in in unison, like in synchronization, like a sort of like, <laughs> like you just sort of spin around, like, like a disco spin? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know that like male model spin where they like clutch the inside of their jacket, like lift one foot off the ground slightly, and then, like, pirouette on the toes. Exactly that. Because like comedy whistles. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. we'll, we'll spin around slowly and go, whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you, uh, all, all, all three of you uh, spin round and, and standing there behind you um, with a, a rough, ragged beard, a slightly tattered clothing, you, you see an elderly gentleman standing there, but you recognise his eyes. He's got, he's got kind slightly crazed eyes and uh after about 30 seconds or so you all clock who it is that's standing behind you and it's uh it's cicero oh, oh, oh okay oh. Oh. i don't punch this oh okay <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm not i wasn't expecting that you wouldn't punch him <laughs> <laughs> Instead, crash the punch of it. <laughs> Can I just walk up slowly and poke him and see if he's real? You yeah. want to poke Cicero? Yeah. Just like one jab he in the shoulder. Bite off like, your yeah. Finger. Is, yeah. Is he wearing women's underwear on his head? Um, well, he, he's, he's sort of dressed in some sort of drab green and tan clothing. Um, that looks sort of almost, almost like medieval in style, which is kind of like what you're picking up from the few people that you've seen, like it's, it's like out of date clothing, but it's not like Renaissance or rustic frills and all that, all that crazy jazz. It just looks like pretty utilitarian. How long has it been since we last saw him, though? Well, um, probably more than a day. Cicero, Cicero, sort of standing there. I mean, he, he's got he's got a full a full beard going on. Yeah, um, you know, his hair's longer. Um, and uh, he, he he's he, he stands and he's like my friends, and he has his he has his arms open towards you after you. And I assume at this point, this is when you're going to jab him in the shoulder, Wilfred. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, you jump on yeah. the shoulder. You, <laughs> you say you knee him. No, it's the noise. Yeah. 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 I was just—I was going to say like knee him like well this is this is escalating a bit <laughs> knee him straight right in the, in the plums yeah it's like no he's real okay um, yeah you you poke him in the shoulder butt uh, flask very suspiciously and start opening up again and sniffing it to make sure what he's been drinking <laughs> I mean it's still empty but he's still pissed at it yeah yeah no that's okay that's understandable so um yeah Wolfred you give you give Cicero a good jab. And he just stands there with his arms open. And you, you know what Cicero's like. He just sort of like moves backwards slightly as you do it. Um, but he's more intent on just sort of like embracing you. And as you do it, he sort of grabs hold of you and like pulls you close and like and grabs you, Wilfred. Because, you know, obviously you guys went on some crazy adventures uh, before. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll return the hug. Yeah, yeah. As you return the hug, though, you can you can smell that maybe he hasn't had a bath in a couple of weeks. Okay, it's yeah. definitely Cicero. That's fine. Yeah, this, this checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he's like he's like, what took you so long? I've been here for uh, I don't know about a month maybe. Where is he? At? He just sort of makes that noise and shrugs his shoulders. Um, it's a fascinating place, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. How did Been you there. get here, man? I mean, Bajov, it's great to see you, but but how did you get here? You 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 like a month? We saw you not 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 more than a week ago. Well, uh, you you actually saw him. To you, it's only maybe been about two or three days since since uh, the incident at the hospital. So. So you guys at the moment really should be sort of freaking out a little bit at the yeah uh, no yes I mean I'm glad that he's okay but also what the fuck yeah <laughs> well uh, he, he 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 looks back at you Marcus and he goes well I mean last thing I remember I was uh, bravely diving out of that uh, hospital window trying to lead that creature away from me and then uh, that was it don't don't remember anything else after that uh, did I speak oh, the young lady. Coughs uh, awkwardly, uh, looks around for Doctor Odd, who's, who's not there, and goes, "Um, uh, um, Crafter, I mean, what do you? I mean, I can't. I'm not a man of, of great words, you know that. You you go ahead and uh, divulge the uh, the tale of his daring escapade." Um, Crafter's gonna just eye him very closely. He goes, "You were not in a good way, old man." Um, not in a good way. I mean, what, what, what do you mean? I mean, I, I dived out the window and uh, I think I caught my foot, but uh, and then that's yeah. I don't remember anything else. I'm looking away really awkwardly. You, you, you were um, uh, really uh, very uh, banged up. Um, so, so, so I fought the creature like, like with, with fisticuffs, like you know, Queen's Bee rules. Did I take it down? Did I beat no, you fought the ground with your face. Yeah, you 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 went um what what would the vernacular be? You you went splat, dear boy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, scientific term. Yeah, uh, um I mean there there was a, a level of um you know, sort of scraping you up off the pavement and then putting you into a hospital bed, but we we Honestly, dear chap, I, I didn't expect to see you up and around again. Um, we honestly thought you were gone, mate. It's good to see you, yeah. but this is... I, yeah, I say this, It hasn't been a month, and we don't know how you're here, or how we're here, or where here is. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to, uh, to, to, to just, just step back a little bit. And, uh, and that, that, he actually physically steps back at that point, and you can see him rummaging around in his pockets, and he pulls out what you think is a handkerchief, and he starts sort of like... Oh, no. Dressing it oh, no. And, oh. And, and, and thinking, and he's like, he's like, so I jumped out of the window, and I died? Um, oh, just to put it delicately, yeah, yes. Well, I mean, the good doctor will probably tell you more about how dead you might be or might not be. It, well, I mean, de dead is a very definite medical term. I see. I see. Very, very definite. Whereas, um, there was a more of a case of they were 
you know, treating you, which I mean, probably a good sign for not being dead. I just also, well, I wouldn't say being up and about was something that I ever expected. I see. I see. Well, this is a very interesting turn of events. And you see, he puts, puts the handkerchief back in his pocket again. But Who's going to roll the spot hidden for it? Because I don't want to do it. I'm not um, doing it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I can, I can take one for the team. I'm, I'm going to go, uh, Crasher knows what they are. So, so a 2 to 58 for the, for the spot hidden from Wilfred to see what, what, what Cicero's been wiping his face with. And, uh, well, what, what do you know, Wilfred? When he puts it back in his pocket, uh, when his shirt sort of like drops back down again over, over the pocket, the, uh, the handkerchief hasn't been put back in properly. And, and you can, you can tell the, uh, sort of like, you know, Maybe there's a bit of a pant leg on that, whatever it is. Okay, it's definitely yep. Cicero. This isn't a trick. Could 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 be could be a pair of uh, of women's. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to question it. I'm just. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Right. We, we, with that, we're going to uh, we're going to cut over to to, to, to Doc Odd and Henri. Um, you two have managed to make your way sort of, you know, through 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 the town. And you're heading towards the totem. Um, mm-hmm. You haven't heard what's been going on behind you, but I mean, you're, you're a good sort of like, you know, 20, 20, 25 yards or whatever away from the totem. Um, how close do you want to get up to it? Do you want to get like. I like, mean, this like, place isn't that big, is it? Because it's a hamlet. I think you described it as last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, time. you know. You, so it's not like we're miles away from the others. But yeah, I'm going to go right up to it. Depending on if it's covered in the corpses of the dead or anything like that, I might shy away but even then who cares um <laughs> yeah <So you> want... <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah i mean like you know that just sounds like maybe you just want to get like face rubbing distance to it and just sort of, mm, well I, no i mean i think i will actually look at it before i rub my face on it yeah just have a description of the as we approach okay <laughs> um so so the two of you sort of like you know stop maybe about sort of like i don't know six seven yards away from this this totem and um, what's standing in front of you is well, I mean, it's a totem in the sense that it's it's a, a, a pillar of descriptions. It's not a totem in the sense of like a like a Native American one where you have like different sculptures of animals stacked on top of each other. This is more sort of um, I don't know. Think 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 maybe Neolithic, like the kind of thing that they might have in the centre of a town, like a like a. So it was a big standing stone. Yeah, but 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 quite sort of it's, it's, it's maybe. I don't know. At the most, three, three, three to four feet um, in diameter at the bottom. Mm. You can see that the the um, there's definitely a path around it. So maybe people walk around it and use it it's like like a ritual site, I guess. Maybe d- during like special events during the year. Um, you you have these in England too, do you not? Uh, like these are like the uh, the Karnak stones. Strange. Yeah. Ritualistic, ancient. Hmm. Not something you see every day. No, no. Depends. Is there a sign of uh, any sacrifice being made? Offerings on it? Is it in use? There doesn't appear to. I mean, like when you say sacrifices, do you mean like is there like any blood smeared on it and stuff like that? Yeah. Or or people leaving food offerings or um, flowers. Seems, yeah, it seems to be at least on 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 this. It, it looks like it could be wood, but it's also got a stone effect to it, and you can see that people have like nailed bits of coloured fabric to it and you have you have like a few sort of like offerings of like what look like meadow flowers around the bottom of the uh, around the bottom of the the pole i guess my, my dear doctor this is like your uh morris dancers yes um i don't know if uh morris they're normally just a pole oh, no they're throwing the f- silk around and dancing in circles and you know the strange things such as this well, it's definitely strange, and we've got to give you that much. But <laughs> ancient traditions are strange, but yes, they are very interesting. Now, have you studied the uh, the mysteries of uh, religion and the the Orient? Um, not particularly. No, uh, I've only been uh, uh, mostly in England my life, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else near here? Um, there's like a few sort of, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like a village. Um, the best way I can describe it is, um, 
these sort of like the small sort of like settlements and, and, and places that you might come across in like um like uh, uh like breath of the wild you know some of like those those hidden villages that you come across in that game mm. if you played it or or you know like in that sort of that, that sort of like type of type of adventure game like you got like um i don't know six or seven buildings sort of like dotted around and you can see there's like maybe some little huts that are houses so there's there are people middling about doing bits and pieces you know like kids running around and well i'll look for the the oldest person i can see and go and and, and call is, over to them is there if we have a look around is there anyone that's staring at us whilst we're um whilst we're admiring this thing shall we um well as 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 you as you sort of like do a little recce uh, doc uh, you turn around and you can see at this point Marcus, Wilfred, and Crass are talking to like an elderly gentleman, sort of towards the entrance of the village, and like Marcus is sort of like gesturing down towards you. And then, well, are there any other people here? Um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of people around. Uh, in 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 terms of of your question about like the old the, the oldest person, as you're doing your spin, you don't notice uh, what's going on with uh, Marcus and the group, but you turn around and you bring your your, your point of view on this rather sort of large house that's just set back off of this sort of like square area if you like where the totem is i said i call it a square but it's not necessarily a square i, I imagine it more as a circle that sort of like the, the, the houses form like a circle i guess around this totem in the middle of the of, of, of the town and sitting on the steps of this um of this large house is a, is an elderly woman and she has sort of like a stick and you can see that she's sort of like crooked back and sort of crooked back, sorry, and uh, and and sort of like leaning over a bit, and she's smiling away as the, the children are like running around and like bringing her flowers and stuff. I will go and ask this uh, this woman uh, what is uh, what is going on, Doctor. Okay, I'll go with. Sounds like we should stick together. I think. Um, yeah, I'll go up to her and, uh, Madame. Uh, excuse me, we are strangers in your village. My name is Henri. Henri Cabanal, at your service. Give her a little bow. And uh, and and the 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 elderly woman uh, looks up at you and she goes, oh, oh, it's, "It's it's very nice to meet you, young man. What what brings you to our to our humble little village? It's it's very small, and, and your 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 accent. You don't you don't sound like you're from from round here. Indeed, I am not. I am a I am from. Uh, uh, France, if you have heard of it. I'm sorry, I, I have not heard of France. I, I've Montpellier? Spent, no, no, of course not. I've, I've not. spent many a season in in this in this world, but I've never come across a place called France before. Ah, sounds well. sounds delightful, though. Oh, it is a beautiful place. Although I've only spent a small amount of time there, but um, yes, I believe we are in a. We are at a disadvantage. We are, do not know what even what country uh, we are currently in. What's the name of this country? C country, good, good sir. I, I, I don't, I don't quite follow mm. what, what you mean. Um, we, we, we are in the, in, in the fields of youth at the moment. This fields is, of youth. This mm. is where the, the village is, is, is. Um, I. I've never come across that word before, though. Country. It's... Might I ask, uh, what is the name of the largest city that you know of? Largest? In, in this area, yes. Oh. Well, you, you'd want to head off towards Ironforge. That's, that would be the largest settlement in this area. And um, that is the largest city you know of? Yes, this is the largest city he here, yes. What is the largest city you've ever heard of? That 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 Iron Forge. Um, we're very we're very we're very simple folk around here. We don't we don't tend to go far. You you're born I and admit, you and you stay. I have never heard of Iron Forge, but uh, it sounds like a beautiful place. I'll perhaps look it up. But, uh, no, I am from uh, yes Montpellier, the city of Paris. This gentleman is from the city of London. You have never heard of these places? No, no, I'm. I'm, I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've never heard of them before. Um, but as I say, they both sound delightful. And, and, and if, 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 if you two gentlemen have anything to go by, the, the people there must be absolutely lovely as well. By the way, all the people here, they are kind of 
they're white yeah i mean like there's a there's a there's there's actually a mix of races uh okay. you, know, you, you got your you know your white caucasian people uh mixed race uh people that look look maybe mediterranean um it's not seems... asian or southeast asian uh not not that you can see and obviously you can see people that don't look exactly human like the uh metal worker oh yeah oh, oh, i haven't seen him yet no i've not seen the goat, me, the goat guy he had goat face it was a goat, okay. oh yes yeah yeah well anyway i wanted to my own companion were admiring your beautiful uh stone in the center it seems it is part of your religion are you a pagan uh a buddhist uh christian ah the 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 morning pole yes um Morning, as in the, the the rise of the sun, or the uh... Uh, uh, yes, as as in as in the beginning of the day, young man. Yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. Um, I, yes, I, I, I never heard of uh, your your Christianity, but uh, the pa pagan sounds similar to a word we would we would use. It's 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 uh, it, it's a pole to to uh, praise praise the god of the sun. Uh, yeah, as the sun rises, oh. it reaches the top of the pole. Praise I feel an unnecessary urge to raise my arms. Yeah, yeah. praise the sun. <laughs> Very interesting. What is the name of your sun god? Oh, we 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 we, 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 we do not do not name him. That's blasphemous, young man. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I am. I'm a stranger. I am from uh, uh, France. I uh, don't know of these uh, your ways, and I don't wish to offend. Please. That, that, that's quite all right. I, I wouldn't expect a, a stranger to, to know of our ways, but uh, we, we, we do not speak his name. Sorry. Doctor, do you, do you wish to ask this beautiful lady anything? Um, oh, she sort of like blushes. And, uh, <laughs> I, I smile rakishly. Uh, uh, can you uh, give us directions to Ironforge, please? Of... Uh, of course, young man. If if you if you head back out to the uh, to, to the village uh, main entrance to the village, you should see a signpost there that directs you in the in 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 the in the correct direction to go to to Ironforge. It's it's a a few days walk from here, though. And unless you have horses, then then you'll get there quicker. Ah. Brilliant. Um, is there uh, somewhere where we might be able to exchange something for horses? Um, if you go and speak to to Meek, the uh, the the ironmonger at the at the entrance of the village, he, he may be able to help you. He makes the shoes for the for the king's horses. Oh, brilliant! Thank you. What's the what's the king's name by any chance? Oh, King Randolph. Random. Yeah, in that case, I will thank her for her time. Um, and I say that I might come back. Uh, I may come back and uh, talk to you more about this stone. It is. I love learning of uh, religions of other kinds. I can tell you of my gods. Also. Oh, that that would be delightful, young man. Uh, have a good day. Oh, of course. Thank of course, you. Thank By the way, whose house? This is the largest house in the village. It is yours. This. This is this is the chief's house, but but yes, this is my home. Oh. I've lived here all my life. You are related to the chief. He is my son. Wonderful. I look forward to meeting him. Perhaps if we stay longer. Yes, uh, of course. I, I I shall speak to you later on. I have met a group of like the doctor here, a group of uh, English uh, gentlemen who I'm sure would love to meet you as well and to be entertained by your chief. They look like a gentleman of um, refinement. Oh, d d delightful! Y yes, please, please, please come back over when you're ready, and 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 we'll we'll have a little conversation and some tea, maybe. Of course, Ms. Um, I did uh, not get your name. You 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 may call me Sia. Ms. Sia. Oh, very well. And uh, with with that, she's like some some small children run up to her and sort of like just start shouting at her and giving her some like sweets and stuff. And she's just like, yes, yes. And they sort of run off and go off and do bits and pieces. Well, we'll we'll head back to the others. So yeah. Okay. So um, 
Marcus, uh, you, 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 as you're sort of like gesturing over towards where the doctor is, you can actually see that Henri and the doctor are actually now coming towards uh, you, Craster uh, and Wilfred, and now the sort of the the, the, the six of you are now all, all, all together. Cicero turns around and goes, "Which one of these two is the doctor?" Oh, that will be a uh, Doctor Rod. Uh, gesture to him. Dr. Rod, this is our, our good friend Cicero. Um, ah, yes. You may recognise him. Well, I don't recognise his head being intact, but um, yes, yes, I think I remember. Well, that is, a, that is an excellent bedside manner, Doctor. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to remember, it's like, see, like he would have, he would have seen the state he was in, and it would be a bit of a shock that he's up and alive. After oh. what's been two days. This is another friend of yours who has fallen from the sky like us. Oh, uh, yeah. yes! A foreigner! Amazing! Oh, <laughs> Cicero, this, this is Henri. We, uh, we met him here as well. Henri Cabanal, at your service, sir. He, he, he grabs your hand and like frantically shakes your arm. It's very nice I'll, to meet you, I'll young I'll shake man. his hand very nice enthusiastically. To meet enthusiastically. You. And I'll actually hug him. If, You're going to hug him? He goes to hug me, yes. Um, he, he comes in for a hug, and you go in for the hug as well. And uh, yet, yeah, you can you can smell this. This elderly man has not washed for a couple of days. The uh, <laughs> same as all of us. I am an explorer. He is an explorer. You, but bathing is difficult. Yeah, as 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 you're embracing, like you can just hear him go. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> all right. So wonderful. What is what is wonderful, my friend? <laughs> Don't worry yourself, young man. Don't, don't worry yourself at all. So never worry. I never. Lads, if I, I, if if we could be uh, less cordial for a second. Obviously, Cicero. No offence. You being here makes this all very strange. And I'm about to turn round and speak to this gentleman behind us. But before I do, and I just need a cigarette. So does anybody have a cigarette right now? So. My friend, no, I have no. Um, do I have cigarette? Oh, uh, a uh, uh, jetain. You what? Jetain. It is a brand of cigarette. Yes. French yeah, cigarette. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I've never had a French cigarette. I'm sure they're fine. As you're as as as, as you're ferreting around for cigarettes, Cicero sort of seems to be like messing around in his trousers. And why? Uh, what? No. <laughs> and, and, and he and he pulls out a smoking pipe and he's like. Oh, you're welcome to this, Marcus, if you'd want it. Oh, you know what, actually, I think it's time I broaden my horizons a bit, actually. A Jutin, was it? That sounds good. Jutin, yes. Yeah, whatever, I have one. And, and Cicero looks a little bit um, looks a bit downtrodden at that and uh, sort of shrugs and puts the pipe in his mouth. I'll pat him on the back and I'll say, it's okay, Cicero, I'm sure you'll find someone who can blow your pipe. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> So, my friend, how you smoke, <laughs> Cicero, my friend. Uh, you, you, you appeared here a few days, weeks ago. Uh, how long have you been here? Oh, myself, Henri. I, I, I've been here for say about a month. Uh, a I woke month? up on a, on a on a hill not too far from here. Uh, got got chased Ooh. by spiders. That was fun. I threw a rock at one of them, got it right in the eye. Oh, really? No. You have fought one of these beasts. We will talk of this later. Right, Mark just uh, finishes cigarette and he turns around to speak to um, the goat man behind them, having having vaguely stilled himself with a... All right. How are your tens? They're, they're famous for being quite strong cigarettes. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, he feels great. He's pumped and ready for action. Yeah, so he's going to turn around and steal himself to have a conversation with a man-goat. So uh, Actually, do I notice that he's got goat eyes at this point? I don't know. I think, I think you're quite, you're quite in, in depth conversation with Cicero about, um, about his, his, his adventures over the last month. Um, I'm, assuming like, I'm assuming that like Doc Odd as well is sort of quite in, into the action because he's surprised that this guy's even alive. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think in in awe on that i think so um so yeah um marcus you can hear the conversation going on behind you and then cicero going it was ginormous and uh <laughs> and, and you turn you turn back to this 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 uh this gentleman who's uh still hammering away at this 
at this piece of iron that he's been he's working on on his anvil. Uh, he doesn't seem to have noticed that you're still there. To be fair, I'm gonna uh, cough uh, politely. Uh, <clears throat> oh, oh, you uh, you're still there. Sorry, I was uh, I was in my own world walking away there, son. No, of course, of course, uh, absolutely, of course. Hmm. If I may, sir, Mister. Uh, you you can call me call me Meek. Ma. <laughs> Eyes super wide. Goes great, Mister Meek. I am uh, Sergeant Queenston of the Coin Constabulary. Uh, shows you my badge. Again, I think I've seen it already once. Yeah. Uh, I would like to ask you some questions. My friends and I are in a place with your pardon the phrase. Goat people. It's a bit odd. He, uh, <laughs> he 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 looks at you and uh, he, uh, he he can see he put, slowly puts his tools down and he uh, he stands up. And this goat person, uh, Mister Meat, that's standing in front of you. Oh, he's a he's a big lad. He is a big lad, Marcus. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he goes he goes goat people. I see. So you're one of them folks, are you? Oh, please. I absolutely do not mean to offend. You have to understand that as a person who I assume is part goat, forgive me if I'm wrong, you are unusual he, to me. But I do not mean any harm by this. Every time you say goat, you can just see like a like a little shudder go through his body. Right, he's okay. Like, he's, like, he's like, look, I'm just going to... I want to tell you once. Goat is a... Uh, as he says it, he shudders. It's a bit of a derogatory term around here. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Did not mean it. Absolutely. Hand on my heart. What would you prefer? Um, just Mick? Meek? meek is fine. Meek is fine. Just call me Meek. Just call me by my name. That's what of my course. parents gave me. Right. It's not my fault my father was a satyr. And like he, he, like he slams his hand down on like, like a desk or something that's next to him. You can see he's quite rolled up by it. Marcus and Hill was... About two thirds of a cigarette. Craster looks over and goes, "Your father put tiles on roofs." Because would any of us know what a satyr is? Hang on, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think I don't see why not. I mean, it's a pretty common term. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like you shouldn't ask him what that is. At this yeah, time. Marcus probably doesn't know what a satyr is. He's not very. He's not very versed in you know fantasy and books. So, but you know what? But if you That's had a fine. He's not, he's not going to tell the nine-foot-tall satyr man. That I, mean, I mean, he's not—he's not—he's not nine feet tall. You know, he, you know he's about sort of like six foot. But oh, okay. All, right. people, all these. Characters. I mean, you are English gentlemen who've had a classical education. You would know what a satyr is, I think. But it's up to uh, you, I guess. Mar Marcus is not that. Yeah, no, Marcus <laughs> is not that. Yeah, Marcus. All right. <laughs> Marcus is, is is at best an eloquent bruiser. Marcus and Craster probably wouldn't know what it is. Yeah. Craster's Wilfred intelligent, would. isn't he? Craster's, Craster's very intelligent. He's just a bit unhinged. Okay. Yeah. Craster's got quite a good education and high intelligence. He's just Has an he? alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. He's an no. alcoholic. Just problem. don't ask oh, him to look that. at any lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what, actually? Meeks, do you, uh, do you smoke? And he's like, uh, he's like, I, I do. What's that you're, uh, you got there? I've never seen, uh, never seen one of those before. What's that? Oh, this? It's a, uh, it's a John Tens. Hang on. I need, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Hang on. Oi, uh, Ori, over it, please. The... Well, I'm probably still in conversation. Um, but yeah, I'll oh. come over. Uh, Pass another one of your, uh, your John Tens for Mr. Meek here. John Ten? Who is he? What you know the 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 cig the cigarette the oh cigarette oh yes yeah, cigarette oh yes of course ah oh, getting quite low but yes oh dear sir your eyes are really quite enchanting and uh, and and uh, meet you <laughs> and uh, he's like thank you that's the uh, kindest thing anyone's ever said to me really how did you how what I'm sorry I've never met a, a fellow such as yourself. Very interesting. I really want to draw oh, him. Hand him a. You, have you got your pad on you? Roll it. Roll it. Hand him a cigarette. Uh, do I have my pad on me? Um, 
Yeah, you, you, you rummage around in your pockets and you pull out pull out a small notepad. So I'm just going to be sat off to the corner. Okay, trying so to... Hey, like 18 to 50. Oh, Wolford's oh, back. Sex. As, as, um, as Henri is handing you, ha- handing uh, Meek the cigarette and Meek is reaching out towards it, time stops momentarily. <laughs> and, uh, and you just get like this eloquence of like, like uh, violin music playing in the background. A bit like, um, you, you know, an art attack when he used to go talk to that talking head in the museum and that music would be playing in the background. That is such a reference. <laughs> that is, that is, I'm, I'm on point with my references, man. Don't. I know the hand puppet head you mean, but no one's yeah. going to get that. <laughs> Everyone's going to get that. <laughs> oh, come on. People are going to know the show bands he started in. <laughs> so, yeah, you're just, you're just sitting there. You're, you're, um, you're, you're sketching. You're not, you haven't got your full watercolor set with you this time, I, I imagine. Aww. So, uh, so yeah, you're just sketching away and, uh, you know, you get you get all the fine details. You know, with slightly pointy ears, with weird shaped eyes, and sort of like a broad, almost flat face. Actually, while he's sketching him, how like how goat-ish are we are we saying this guy is? Is like the head of a goat kind of situation, or are we full on Mr. Tomness or like yeah, just yeah? I mean, weird I mean, eyes. Imagine what would happen, to a person interbred with a satyr. I mean, I could Google that right now, and well, that would just be kind that. of like, I guess, <laughs> well, eyes and like hoof feet, right? Yeah, they wouldn't the look very. Yeah, any knobbly bits on his head. Questionable goatee. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have any horns, but his ears, his ears, though human shapes, definitely have that sort of like, like a sort of swept back, sort of like pointy kind of goatish vibe to them, I guess. Legs. Um, what is it? Top of his trousers. God, the little tail. No, he doesn't have a tail. So his legs are human legs. He's got trousers on anyway. Yeah, so. roughly, roughly so. But I mean, I, I mean, uh, we can't see his toes. But I mean, they they could be cloven. I mean, he is he is wearing shoes. So uh, okay, all right, okay. So he's it's mostly just like some goat ish goat ish features on the head. Yeah, I mean, I've done okay. a quick sketch of of what his ear. Sort of like roughly looks like, I guess. Just the ear. That's, so it's basically an elf then. That's what I'm getting with uh... the hairy yeah. elf. Yeah, hairy, hairy goat elf. elf. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But but, but imagine like his ears. <laughs> That's um, something completely different. <laughs> like, 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 like his ears, like the cartilage in them isn't exactly rigid. You know, they got like sort of like floppiness that, that, a, that a goat or like a sheep would have. If that makes sense. You know. So it's a floppy-eared hairy elf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. I will. Uh, uh, I light a cigarette with my lighter. Yep. As 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 you flick your lighter on, all, all time starts up again as uh, Wilfred has finished sketching, and you're like, it's hmm, a pretty good picture, and uh, and you light the cigarette, and uh, Meek is literally just holding it. He doesn't quite understand what he's doing with it, and uh, as as you as you I guess you finish lighting it, he sort of puts it to his mouth and and takes like a, a short. A short drag off of it, not not. He doesn't sort of like inhale too much. Mm. Such, and he's sort of like, <coughs> oh, oh, it's smooth. It's uh, different. And he puts the cigarette back in his mouth again, and he just. What do you normally smoke around here? I am running low on cigarette, and I feel we may not get get back to uh, Saigon anytime soon. And he's like, uh, he's like. Oh, g- 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 give me a minute. And he, he turns around and he's rummaging around. You, you can actually hear at this point, like his footsteps, they're quite heavy. So maybe he, he may have cloven feet. And uh, he's like, ah, here it is. And he picks up a, a rather ornate pipe from behind him and uh, and, and hands it to you. Uh, Beautiful. And says, and says as, as you've given me this cigarette, you can have my... Uh, you can have one of my smoking pipes. Oh, too kind, sir. Oh, I should give you something else in return, but we will have to see. Uh, we'll give but, him a cigarette. Yeah, can I give him the picture of him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to give him the picture, you can do that. And like, uh, you, you go over and you present him the picture, and he's like, he's like, and you can see like a little a little tear welling up in his eye. And he's like, is this? Oh, is, is this for oh. me, sir? This is all for you. Thank you for your generosity and the information you have given us. And I'll even sign it at the bottom, like a little sort of WA at the bottom. 
sign it as a Wilfred Abernathy you original. Fulu, George, what are you going to kill this poor man with? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like... Your hand like, breaks. <laughs> kill him with God damn it. By the looks of it. This is the, 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 the greatest gift I've, I've ever received in my life, sir. Thank you. And he takes the picture and he, he like puts it on his little shelf in his hut. And he's like... He's like, what, 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 what? so uh, you're new to the area. Uh, what, what brings you gentlemen here? I wish we knew. <laughs> it's true. We're, we're not really quite sure how we came to be here. Any information you give us about how we could return to what is evidently our home uh, and not this place. What, what's this place called again? Sorry. Uh, this is, uh, this, this is, this is Stunton. Stone. Apparently, yeah. it's an area known as the Fields of Youth. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, uh, I was it's, talking... a, it's, it's an old, uh, old Sater name for the area. Sater. Ah. So, yeah, my, uh, my people used to used to roam all over this place, but then uh, you, uh, I thought... you, you, you filthy humans turned up and killed most of them. So, uh... well, what? Whoa, 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 that, whoa. Turned, yeah. that turned fast. <laughs> Yeah, it turned fast. He has like a little chuckle and he sort of like, he's like, I'm only messing. A, uh, a satyr, you say like a mythological beast. Uh, he looks at you, he looks at you funny now, Omri, and he's like, what's that? Mythi well, uh, it's it my world. It's so hard to get this guy on team. <laughs> it looks pretty real to me, Omri. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, in, 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 in uh, France and England, they are not considered, they're considered to be, uh, they have all died out, you see, in uh, my area. They have, Disappeared from the world. You're doing a really good so, job of this one. So, so, so what you're saying is, like, in your in, where you're from, they're sort of like, uh, they're like legend. Indeed, indeed, they are uh, like uh, the giant spider or the. Uh, oh God! So forth. We are not from. Uh, this is not our world, my friends. We are outside the realms of reality. Perhaps we could even be dead. And uh, and Meek is is looking at you, at this point a little bit bemused. Uh, you know he's trying to wrap his head around what you're saying, but you got to understand that you're you're basically dealing with a, you know, with an ironmonger. You know, though he's clever, to clever enough to like visually be able to construct you know bits of metalwork and stuff. The sort of things that you're throwing out here, like you know the possibilities of a different reality, or like this is actually like yeah yeah life after death. You're kind of like bringing doubt on his own existence, and you can kind of see some existential dread sort of starting to set in as he's trying to ponder what you're saying in his head. I really want me to be having the same reaction as well, just looking around like, oh my god, we might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kraft is just going to look around and go, have you been hitting the Lordnum quite hard, old chap? Actually, let me just try, see if I can tell. No, I don't have any psychology. What, we can just, okay. Oh, I do, so... I make my psychology roll on, on, uh, on Meek. Oh, oh wow. Did. wow. 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 Okay, damn. Wow. Don't worry yourself, my friend. I am a philosopher and I talk a lot of shit. Uh, so... I am just speculating because we have turned up here. It could be that I've been so drunk I have turned up and uh, perhaps I'm still hallucinating all of you. Who knows? No, that is not just as reassuring. Wait. Yeah, as, as, you, as you say hallucinating all of you, like, <laughs> oh, now like, like, what? And he's like touching his face and he's looking at the cigarette, which is so now... <laughs> Marcus is going to step in between... Just while this is going on... hallucinating any of you, my hallucinations yeah. much prettier. <laughs> while, while all this is going on, like obviously Wilfred appears to be having an episode as well, like where he's like, "Yeah, just a little what? existential crisis." Yeah, Wilfred, Wilfred, are you touching your face as well? Like, am I real? I'm just generally like well... patting myself around, just like. <laughs> I feel like if Wilfred was dead, Cicero wouldn't be there. No, wait, Cicero is supposed to be dead, isn't he? Isn't <clears throat> that one? No, he's he's but you mentioned go. Is Cicero dead, or isn't he just? No, because when you die, you go, say so you go to heaven, right? It's the opposite with Cicero, no? Right. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Well, what are you saying, Cicero, you go to hell? Unless you, you my friend, have so? gone to hell as well. Lads, 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 look, we can discuss this on the way to finding out, Meeks, if you will mind. Perhaps you could point us in the direction of whoever's in charge here. We could get some answers, but maybe some help. Oh, I have met with the with the... The mother of the village headman. She has invited us for dinner. We should go. Uh, 
Yeah, Meek, Meek is just sort of like standing at the moment, just going like, I don't. Am I real? Am I? Am I here? Just, just, just my friend, me. listen to me. You are as real as you feel, and you feel real. And as soon as you say that, he's like, I'm as real as I feel. What do you mean, man? What do you mean? <laughs> Meeks, 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 Meeks. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Anybody who can put away a John Tomps like that is pretty real to me. All right, that's, you chop that down like a champ. And I'm going to enjoy this, uh, what the, the pipe you've given to my friend here. But please, don't, we're just strangers. Don't let us, like, worry you too much. You've got horseshoes to make. We've got to leave. If you could point us in the direction of anybody who could, anyone who's, like, learned or knows about the unusual in town. We passed an old man on the way down. He seemed pretty, uh, pretty worldly. My friend, the, the chief of the village house is just over here. I can show you, if you wish. But, what if um, he's making his own shoes? <laughs> God. You've just blown my mind. Right now. <laughs> as, as, as you are all pondering this, and Mark, is literally just as you finish, you can actually hear a commotion coming from the other side of the village. Um, so from the other side, of the other side of the hamlet. As you say that, Cicero just looks around at you, just shrugs his shoulders and just goes, shakes his head like, it's not me. Um, and you can kind of see the people of the village who are all congregating over on the other side of this, uh, you know, where the totem is. So they're on the other side of the village at the moment and you can hear people sort of like making excited sounds. What's what's going on? I'm going to ask Meek. Uh, Meek, Meek turns around and goes, oh, the, uh, it's, uh, it's probably uh, Nuno. The uh, the outrider, he's he's probably back in town. Uh, he, he'll he'll probably he'll be able to be able to help you. And he's sort of like now just like touching himself. Just oh, we've ruined this poor guy. Oh God! Checking, he's there. He's... Remember, my friend, the words of Socrates: "To be is to do." Think upon it. And uh, he just goes, he just goes, just goes. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As, he, as he's sort of like nodding his head and he's saying like his jaws quite loose, so like his jowls are sort of like flopping about a bit, like yeah, yeah. And uh, he just goes and like sits on his little stool in his hut and just sort of like you can see him sort of staring off into the middle distance. Hmm. Well, I spread joy and happiness wherever I go. We should talk this out, Ryder. Yes. You better have some more cigarettes. Not too many. Oh, uh, we shall see. Let's I do try have and some, join this, this. I do have some opium. Uh, now we have a <laughs> Marcus rolls around on Henri and gets right in his face. And he goes, if you ever, ever talk to me about any of your skin and offer me any of that junk, I'll have you right where you stand. Do you understand me? What? Do you understand me? Henri? I understand you are acting like a, like a fool. But yes, it I is understand. legal now, isn't it? Marcus, Marcus doesn't even drink alcohol. Remember, he doesn't like any yeah, kind no. of stuff. I just wasn't sure if it was like a sort of your motivation think... or a legal. Sort oh of no, 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 no! Actually, what, what, I, um... is it legal? That would also be a law thing. I, uh, it w- I, think I don't think legal. it would be legal back then. You would have opium. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like opium dens and shit. In the 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. But opium dens were kind of like sort of underground. So if the police did come across them, technically, it, they, they they could they could close them down. Yeah, I think it was definitely not considered a thing that gentlemen did ever, and was probably yeah. So was it like with... an illegal? Yes, yeah, so it was an illegal thing to be doing. Uh, it's... I think so. Yes, it wouldn't be common, put it that way. And I guess it'll be yeah. This is this is the law and auto, Marcus. And he's gonna he's gonna whirl around going, I'm not looking this time. Don't make that mistake again. And he's gonna march off to these uh to this outrider. Okay, and uh, and as you're marching off, Cicero leans into Henri and he's like, uh. I, I would be more than happy to indulge. <laughs> Perhaps later, when the time is right, and, my, and, the, and that asshole is not with us. Yes. And Cicero and, and just just <laughs> breathes in heavily and goes, "Wonderful." And uh, you, 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 the, the 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 rest of the five of you, um, including oh, this Cicero. is like complete unedited Cicero as well. This is all quite Cicero-like. You're playing him well. George. Yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> doing him proud. You, uh, you, 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 you. Know, the whole group, you uh, you all walk off towards the other side of town, and you can hear the commotion that's going on. And uh, and yeah, you know, lo and behold, there is the the, the, you know, the 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 people of the village seem to be standing, huddling around this um, this gentleman that's 
seems to be quite laden with with uh, goods in the middle of the uh, the middle of the town. And uh, but before you know it, like he seems to have pushed his way through the crowd, and this this man is now marching towards you across the square as you're walking towards him with uh with sort of like great purpose in his strides uh what what, what are you guys going to do marcus also walks with great purpose <laughs> he was annoyed that he was annoyed at um Henri, but now he's like oh good a thing to do it's just it's like that um it's jojo and dio walking towards each other uh is he holding any weapons or anything or is he just marching well um you you all take a look at take a look at this outrider and uh, what you see coming towards you is a is is a guy who's about you know five foot seven, sort of like a think um, think sort of like 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 a like a someone who who works with their hands a lot, so re- relatively muscular, but not not like not like ridiculously buff, but like someone who clearly um, you know they've they, they they use their body if that makes sense, yeah. So like like a workman kind of thing. So they're kind buffer of, than Doc Odd. Um, he's not buffing and Doc Odd, but you, you look at him and you think he should probably take Doc Odd. So Jason, Jason Statham. Wow. Right. Um, George, what I would have is Crash to slightly break off from the group and probably try and find some huts to stealth behind. Okay. Like a, like a, you, when you find the huts, you're just going to stand there and sort of like peer around the corner while heavily breathing. <laughs> no, I'm going to breathe quite normally because I don't want to draw attention to myself. That's the whole point of running stealth. <laughs> I see. I see. So you want to be you want to be a stealthy peeping tom then? No, I just want to be out the way. So if he does anything to the rest of the group, I can get the drop on him afterwards. Uh, I see. I see. You afterwards, so you can help us, right? Yeah. If he attacks you, I'm going to attack him. <laughs> You're going to hide even harder. <laughs> oh, looks like he killed my party. I'm going to let him mine. I'm going to let him wear himself out beating you guys to death. Then I'm going to come cocking over the head. Um, I'm going to match Marcus's step. By the way. Pardon? I was going to ask, does this guy have any weapons on him? Yeah. Swords, etc., even if they're not drawn? Yeah, he, um, he he's he's relatively um, he's relatively well armed, if you like. Uh, Creston mm-hmm. successfully stealthed away with a 19 to 70. So, Creston, you've, you've managed to secrete yourself behind uh, behind a fence and you're peering out. I am one with the shadows, or I'm possibly in a cardboard box, either way. Yep, yep. But the outrider, uh, Nuno, he um, as he's walking towards you, he's clearly, you know, he's muscular. He's also heavily laden with a lot of stuff. At his waist, he has a sword, quite ornate, not unlike uh, Henri's sword, but this looks more, more like a katana. So it's probably maybe Henri might have seen something like this before. Hmm. Uh, in terms of weaponry, but the rest of you are going to be looking at like that guy. That's a weird-looking sword might not necessarily have seen it because you know it's only been maybe 10 20 years since the the wars where um they they basically destroyed the shogunate in japan and and installed reinstalled yeah i'm i'm carrying a dao which is a sort of semi-katana like falchion sort of look to it yeah yeah so you you'd look at it and go i kind of recognize the shape of that that's interesting um, struck slung over his his right shoulder. He appears to have a uh, a bow, and as he's walking towards you, you can you can see a um, a quiver sort of like not flopping about, but loosely moving about on the back of his waist. So it must be attached to his belt. Mm-hmm. He at the moment he's sort of wearing like a like a skin over the top of his head and over his shoulders. Uh, it looks roughly like like something like a pig, maybe. Hmm. If you want like a visual representation of what it kind of looks like with the rest of his clothes, think the hunters out of Princess Mononoke when they're running yeah. through the forest to get mm. the, okay. to, to get to the wolves and stuff and the forest spirit. So he's kind of given off that kind of vibe. Um, he's also so, carrying like. A so green... to be honest, we don't look that different because I've got a sword and and yeah. I'm wearing like tiger skin. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like the two of you look as though you might get on quite well, and he's got a big fuck off backpack as well, like fabric backpack that seems full of stuff. And yeah. you can sort of like hear like pots and pans jangling around um, as he's as he's sort of like striding towards you, and he stops maybe six yards off off, off of the group. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as if um, I'm assuming. I mean, 
I'm assuming like Marcus, you're not going to like march right up and get in this guy's face. You're going to stand. No, no. When, yeah, when he stops, I'll stop and I'll say, uh, "You must be uh, Uno, the Outrider, I presume." And uh, you can see he's 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 like looking you up and down. He's like trying to gauge the group. He's, he's sort of like panning across the, uh, the. We don't have any visible weapons. I mean, apart from Henri. Yeah, I mean, he's panning across the five of you, and he just goes, "There were six of you a minute ago." Do you want to tell your friend to come out of hiding? And you can see he's hiding. Like, <laughs> we don't know the craft. Is... <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, oh, come out. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Look at that. Where is your friend? And uh, he's, he's he's sort of like moving his hand down to his down to his sword. Uh... Excuse me, my friend. There is no need for violence. Please, we are men of peace. Well, I assume, at least I am. What, what, why do you have to approach us like this? He, he, he's looking at you and going, I don't know who you are. You've mm -hmm. come to this village unannounced, and you're carrying a weapon. Indeed. For, as much as I'm concerned, you could very well be bandits. What, are your, what, what is the meaning of your presence here? We we're, not, to... we're not bandits. We are lost travellers at best. We were asking around to see if anybody could help us to find our way back to our own home. Uh, I'm, he's loath to say, like, world or whatever. We were informed that you would be able to help us, or at least point in the right direction. There's no need for any kind of uh, umbrage here. Look, give us a second. Um, Krasta, you daft bastard, where are you? Indeed, my friend. He speaks correctly. We uh, we came here like a Mr... Um, what is your name again? Um, I'll point to... Um, what's his name? <laughs> Cicero. Cicero, yes. Mr. Cicero here, who appeared in the village uh, a month ago. We similarly have appeared on the same hill uh, one month later. Very odd. And you can slowly see that um, his, his, uh, his stance begins to loosen as if he's sort of pow not powering down, but like he's not in like battle mode at the moment. And he, uh, he, he, he looks over at you, Henri, and goes, so you know the stupid one then? Well, I know him as Cicero. Is that what Cicero means? I'm my Latin. Yep, that's it. Yep. <laughs> wow. Um, but yes, we, we know of him, and we are from the same uh, general area. These gentlemen are all from London. Uh, I am from Saigon, um, but uh, for some reason, we appeared in your beautiful uh, fields of youth. And, uh, with, with, with that, he seems okay with your exclamation your explanation at the moment and uh he, he sort of like gets straight back up into sort of like a fully sort of standing upright position and uh you see his hand gently push the sword back into the sheath just just slightly so you can barely notice and uh he he, he stands here and goes okay so you're travelers and you're lost i think we are more like we are lost and now we are travelers but yes it is true i see Okay. I was not. I was traveling. My friends here. Actually, did you say you were chasing somebody before you arrived here? Hmm? I was sleeping. We were all just in London. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we were chasing a. Was he? Uh, he did yeah, he was a murderer, wasn't he? Mask murderer. And that's yes. the last thing you remember. You were chasing this murderer, and then uh, he shot himself on top of a structure. There was an explosion, and we found ourselves waking up here. An explosion? Yeah. And perhaps we are... I don't think we actually saw the explosion, did we? We just saw a, a spark, and then it... Yeah, yeah we, George, did we see the explosion? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. The last thing you all remember was the, uh, the corrugated iron sort of like roofing material uh, that, that, that Wilfred had launched, sort of hitting the, uh, the, the still structure of the gas works and it causing a spark and that's that's the last thing you remember before waking up on that hill okay Bradley wolf we were we were engaged in in combat if that's uh best way to put it i suppose the point is we're lost we could use help wait, we're not here to cause troubles no my friends you you said there was something strange happened before you died then i mean before you appeared here perhaps you are dead I don't feel That's dead, Henri. Do you feel dead? Well, we are in the afterlife. We are on the oh. fields of youth. We are to enter samsara and become born again. Right, yes. Crass is going to wander out. 
Crasso what steps out and he goes, <coughs> "If this is the afterlife, I should not have this hangover." Who knows what it is like? Tis the undiscovered country. I don't want to be dead. I'm it, definitely not dead. If it's the afterlife, why are there giant spiders trying to eat everyone? It is a uh, unknown. Who knows? Who knows? This is hell or heaven or purgatory. Oh, could we be would... dead? Lads, lads, calm down. We're not dead. We're just lost. Bloody hell. Sometimes you have to face the truth, my friend. As <laughs> ugly as it is. <laughs> fist clench. I just like I just like how Omri seems to be taking this position now where he's actually trying to mentally break down everyone because <laughs> <laughs> he is the Again at this point it feels like Omri's part of a trap. True, yeah, yeah. He's just he is not typically English, definitely. <laughs> so um so uh Nuno is, is sort of like looking at you all relatively bemused at your sort of conversation you're having amongst yourselves. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he says, uh, if 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 you need to speak to me, uh, I have a camp outside of town. Uh, whatever your bizarre story is, um, you can tell it to me there once I've rested. And uh, he's like, have you got any sensible questions you'd like to ask me right this minute? Because if not, I'm going to go. I would like to ask, uh, as I asked one of the other people here. What is the uh, largest city that exists, as far as you're concerned? He said sensible questions already. Like, well, to a situation. this man is a traveller. If anyone in this world knows of the cities of, uh, of the world, it would be him. What is the largest city you've heard of? <laughs> we've, got, we've got, like, one shot with this guy. Asking him about the topography of the town, of the, of the country, isn't going to help us find no, something. Well, okay, this is out of character, but... If you want to interrupt me, you can, but I'm waiting for him to answer. No, no, uh, believe me, Mark is interrupting. Go on, go on, go on. Craster, completely ignoring all this. Can, George, I, I know Craster would know this name, but I have forgotten it. What was the name of the guy who got us into this mess? Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah. So, Craster's you know, just going to look around and go, does the name Balthazar mean anything? Completely like, paying no, no attention to anyone else's questions, just that. He's just going to drop it there. He, he, he looks at um, Henri, and as he's about to answer his question, you say Balthazar, and he's, he, you can see he's, he stops himself for a second, and he turns around, and he's he, he, he looks at you, you Craster, and he goes, Balthazar, mm. how do you know that name? Well, my um, new friend here has a lot of interesting theories about how we got here, but I certainly know that how, and he gestures to the rest of the group, we all got into this mess is because we had dealings most unwillingly with a man named Balthazar. We got stuck in his little game somewhere. And I suspect all this unpleasantness is something to do with him. And then looking over at um, Henri and he goes, what about you, Henri? Does the name Balthazar mean anything to you? Does it? Crashers, you could come and drop in the bombs with it. In this new world, Crashers would gain his faculties. <laughs> Without booze. Maybe it's the without booze that's doing that. Yeah, it's the lack of booze that's bringing him back. Maybe you but... guys are actually dead. Oh, no. God. Henri, um, Balthazar, doesn't... It sounds kind of familiar. Maybe someone you met a very long time ago. Hmm. But, Vaguely, uh, yeah. Hmm. But no, it does not mean much to me. And uh, Nuno uh, sort of looks... looks looks strange at you, Craster, and then looks back at Henri and says, if you're looking for the largest town in this area, you want to go to Ironforge. And outside this area? We are from cities called London, Paris, uh, Saigon. Have you, you've never heard of any of these places? No, no. I don't quite understand your terminology of city. Indeed. It's my belief we are from another world entirely. He, he looks at you, and for, for the first time, you know, considering you've already destroyed Meek's mind, um, <laughs> he just looks at you and goes, anything's possible in this world. But uh, Ironforge is the biggest town around here. There's not another large settlement for a very, very long way. And, well, Marcus, my friend, it is okay. I will not pursue this line of questioning further, but I believe we are not in... Uh, in the place we think we are. I would take that as a possibility very seriously. 
Marcus stares at Henri with such incredulity. Like, I don't think the phrase, you think, exists in the 1800s, but that's what this eye looks like. So you're, like, giving him, like, stink eye or something, yeah? Yeah, he's giving him Victorian stink eye. I, I, I will assault you in French, then, and turn away. <laughs> I can tell you two. You, t- you two are going are gonna to bond at some point. It's, gonna be <laughs> it's the OTP. <laughs> so, uh, so with with that, uh, Nuno look, looks looks at you all and uh, gently bows and goes, uh, "If that's all, I'm I'm going to head back to my camp." And literally just turns around and walks out the village. I will see you later, my friend. And he just <laughs> he just puts his hand up in the air as he's wandering away. There's like a half-assed wave. I'm pretty cool. And pretty cool. Too cool to say bye. And just just wanders off out the village. And then a mysterious mist descends and he disappears. No, that doesn't happen. He just wanders. Oh, no. Thank you for listening to episode 22 of Spectre in the Fog. An old friend, a new acquaintance. Audio used in this episode was Abandoned Windmill and Medieval Town from TabletopAudio.com. If you'd like to drop us a message, you can do so on Twitter at SpectreFog and on Facebook at SpectrePod. We'd love to hear what you think of our adventure so far. But until next time, my friends, keep investigating.